Blog Talk Radio. The headlights are a cut in the fog on a midnight highway. And 18 wheels are a driving through the dawn. There's a Blue Ridge Mountain sunrise filling the mirror. Ashtrays full, the coffee's almost gone And the truckers heading west to Colorado Passing the miles with his friends on the CB coast And tonight the truck stops somewhere out in nowhere And tomorrow's the wind and the open road Believe I feel the freedom in his story. Riding that diesel one, chasing that long white line, dropping that load on time, and he's going home. Don't make this a little less noisy. I am out, out and about, running across I-80 in Nebraska, and uh, we're trading on. We're trading off the truck that I was running. So right now I'm running one of our local spare trucks, and basically it's a piece of junk. That's why it's a local truck, and uh, and also it is. Extremely noisy in this truck. Uh, does that sound a little better, Lou? It sounds a lot better. Okay, good. Yeah, before the show started, and I was on speaker. Now I am off of my speaker, so uh, you're going to have to kind of bear with it, folks, because there is a lot of traffic out here, and I may have to uh, have Lou uh, take the take the lead here for a few minutes while I pass somebody. Anyway, Lou, how's things going down in Florida this Sunday? Not bad. Finally getting um, everything done I wanted to get done. And just all of a sudden, you know, it's been looking off and on like maybe it wanted to rain, but there's been none in the forecast or anything. Just partly cloudy is the only thing we can get. And then all of a sudden the skies opened up and it was coming down. If we had been on the air, you could have heard it hit the roof. Yeah. So yeah, I, I saw I, I saw that storm on the radar. Um, the northern part of that storm came through across here through Colorado, Nebraska, Iowa last night, and uh, Interstate 80 here was closed last night due to uh, blowing snow. And then the southern part of that storm is what you got. And when it came through uh, Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia, there were a couple of tornadoes over that way. And they they said this storm was going to be a fast mover, and it's it's already gone out of here. I guess. 
If it's down here already, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's good. A little more rain doesn't hurt. No, except that we already have enough rain across the street, you know, in the little wooded area. It's underwater up to street level, so that means what we're adding to it is just going to slide over into the neighbor's yard. Yeah. Uh, at least at least he was able to get everything cleaned up, get all the piles of leaves and so forth mowed down. And and actually, the neighbor was very nice, and he worked on my yard as well. He backed up the trees in the back that had all the, um, no, mind boggle. It's a plant that grows and just keeps spreading. I can't think of the name. It's a fern. So he cut all those back for me so that they're not out in the middle of the yard anymore. You mean he just like did all kudzu? kinds of stuff like that. Huh? Like like kudzu? No, it's it's actually a fern. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually it's a fern. I've got it all over the place. You only need to plant one, and believe me, it'll take over the yard. Yeah, you, uh, you go a little further north uh, up into Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi. They have a uh, kind of a bindweed. Apparently, kudzu was brought into the United States years ago, and I don't remember if it was supposed to be for a ground cover or, uh, you know, or something for animals to eat. But anyway, um, people didn't realize what they were what they were planting when they first brought kudzu into the United States. And now, uh, Kudzu has pretty much taken over the South. Yes, it certainly has, and it's taken over here also. And there's there's two forms of it. One you can actually work with, and the other one you better have some really heavy padded gloves because it is thornier than a rose bush. Yeah. Because it's skinny, skinny, strong, and very pointed thorns. Yeah, and we've got it here. Had it out of Iraq, came back to the States, he was uh, kicking around, uh, I think that's when he worked at Things Remembered with Antoinette, but anyway, he was, uh, we were talking one day and he said something about, you know, making making an easy million, and I said, well, you figure up an antidote for kudzu and you'll be a multi-millionaire. That's right. There's there's nothing you, that'll kill that plant. No, I, you can take and literally pour a whole bottle of weed killer. You know, dig it down under the ground, pour a whole bottle in there, and it'll come back two weeks later. Yeah, I've done it. The only the only thing that will act is extremely cold weather, and it doesn't uh, get cold why, enough here. No, that's that's why um, it's actually. Uh, growing a little bit further north every year because it's becoming acclimated to the cooler temperatures. Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to love us. So you can't, uh, you know, you can't, you can't freeze it out. You might be able to uh, freeze it out right now, but over the years, that plant has adapted itself to the cooler air. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess about the only way. You, you could kill it, if, and that would that would flash freeze it. Yeah, but for how other, long? Other than that, yeah, other than that, there's nothing that'll kill that plant. 
Nope, sure isn't. Well, anyway, I can't remember who was who was it. Uh, I don't remember if it was TBS or somebody, but they had uh, they had a late night movie program called Kudzu Theater, and it was it was nothing but you know southern movies and stuff like that. But they they uh, uh, wasn't that like BS or somebody. I don't know. I think it might have been. Might have been TBS or somebody that had cut to theater. And uh, I know Louis Grizzard from Georgia and a couple of other southern comedians, they would all make fun of Kudzu and all that. I never saw anyway, it, so I, I don't know about it. Yeah, anyway, that's... Uh, that's what they, the kudzu is what they call the plant that ate the south. <laughs> yeah, it did. It is. Yeah, anyway, I'm getting ready to, uh, well, I was getting ready to go around the truck, but this guy sped up just a little bit. Huh. Anyway, let's see now what all's going on this week. It's after, after New Year, so everybody's going to have to be writing that uh, 2015 on their checks now. Yep. And it's going to be about three months before anybody has it down pat. Yeah, I uh, I, I don't know. I've, I've never really had a problem uh, with, uh, you know, with the year change from one year to the next. Never, never really have, but I, I consciously think about it for about three weeks. The fact that we're not writing as many checks these days. No, we're not. That uh, you know that that probably helps the transition a little bit better because we're all uh, using our smartphones and computers to do all of our banking and bill paying and all that, and uh, it automatically puts in the correct year. So we really don't. You know, there's not that that big a need uh, to remember between 2014 to 15. Right. And uh, I have to because I have to write out my logbook every day. And, of course, the first thing you do is put the day, month, and year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I go and pick up a load... Uh, I have to sign the bill of lading and date it, so I have to write the date down. But you know, by and large, people don't need uh, don't need to write the dates down. It's all uh, it's all done electronically for us. Well, I know with my check register um, this month in particular, I will put the whole date simply to separate it from last year. That way I know I've got the right check register if I have to go back and look something up. Yeah. So I I got in the habit of doing that quite a while ago. So I've I've already, you know, the first three days of this month that I I had some withdrawals and I put them in my register and I put the 15 in there so that it would be very legible. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's how I keep years. track of it. I don't normally have a problem with it. If I have a problem, it'll be a slip, and it'll be later on a couple of months from now. 
Okay. And I don't Lou, know why that have, is. Lou. Yeah. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to take over. I got a slow moving PR England right in front of me. Ooh, they don't normally move slow. Okay. CR England, yeah, they they're down to sixty eight mile an hour. Just hang on a minute, I'll be passing. No problem. Yeah, I I try to it's funny, I don't have a problem generally very much of a problem in January. It's gonna be February or March and I'll flip. But getting back to my rain, it sounds like my rain quit. Could use a little bit more of it though. Some of my plants probably need watering. I got the ones in the screen room. I got those all taken care of today. Getting ready to go okay. back to my long week of work. Go ahead. Okay now. Okay now. I'm back. Awesome. Didn't take you long yeah, to get around me. No, looks like they must have had more snow here because now I see uh, see a car in a ditch. And a broke down truck. Oh boy. Yeah, hang on a minute. Alright, well the road is the road's dry and everything. It looks like these people slid off last night. Yeah, probably in the blizzard there and being cold, it may have, if the snow was wet enough, it may have had some ice and they flew through that. Not yeah, either that, they, either that or they couldn't see the road at all and just simply drove off. That's been known to happen. I've done that yeah. in the fog. Yeah. Didn't didn't actually go off the road, but I tell you what, I changed lanes without knowing it, and that scared the dickens out of me. Yeah, what I do, um, you know, when it's hard to see, especially at night, the first thing I do is I dim my dash lights down all the way uh, dim as I can get them. Because if you have your dash lights on bright, then it's like shining a flashlight in your eyes, and your eyes are trying to process that that bright light, and consequently, you don't have any outside vision. Right. I'll uh, I'll dim down my dash lights, and that way, um, my pupils will open up more, and I'll actually have better outside vision. Uh huh. And then, uh, second thing I do is slow down. Of course, mm, you want that's to. First thing uh, well, yeah, I'm doing that, you know, uh, the dash lights, I'll dim them down before I hit anything bad. Uh, but you definitely want to slow down, take it easy, and maintain a real good following distance to the vehicle in front of you. And Lou mm-hmm. can tell you this for a fact. Between Gainesville and Ocala there on I-75, there's a stretch called Paints Prairie. Oh. And... I think it was last year or so, they had a combination of smoke and fog in Payne's Prairie, and it completely blanketed the road. And I think it was uh, eight or nine people that got killed, you know, in rear-end collisions out there. Because it just went to zero visibility. And, and, you know, if you look at 
I mean, even where I'm at right now, um, the speed limit is 75, and these people are just tailgating each other. Mm-hmm. Got to maintain a good good following distance. Keep a lot of room between you and the other vehicles. Yeah, that Crane's Ferry accident, That there were like 60 vehicles involved in that. That was about three years ago. It was before I left Gainesville and, and started working in Summerfield. Yeah. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. It was a bad, one of yeah. the worst uh, accidents they've had. Two and a half hours or so for me to even get home, much less get to work. Yeah, now, now, now you went down. You went down three hundred one, didn't you? Hmm. Or did you go down? Did you go down I seventy five, or did you go down three hundred one? Um, I started seventy five and. You know, didn't realize it was back up as far as it was. I got off and I took the back roads, um, forty-one and, and twenty. You know, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I went that yeah. way, the uh, west side, yeah. down because okay. that's closer to my home. Yeah, U.S. twenty-seven. Yeah. Well, the main, you know, the main thing is that that following distance. Uh, when it's pouring down rain down there, folks, I'll tell you, you know, 75 or 95 uh, down in Florida or the turnpike, them people just, they will go from, from 70 miles an hour to 20 miles an hour right in the middle of the left lane, and you just don't have any, you know, you can't see them. That's why I keep a good following distance everywhere I go. Anyway, let's see now. What uh I um it says uh forty one left. Huh? It says there's forty one minutes left. Oh, okay, okay. Don't don't go by that. Uh no, go I, by I your I have to subtract five. Yeah. So we got so, about thirty, thirty five minutes. Yeah, basically about thirty five, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. All right, well, let's see now. What else is in the news uh, this week, Lou? Well, you had me pull up on Donna Douglas. She passed away um, New Year's Day. Yeah, Donna Douglas, uh, she was what, 82 years old, I think? 81. 81. Yeah, that's what it said. Okay. Yeah, everybody remembers Donna Douglas from uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. She played the uh, character Ellie Mae mm-hmm. in the Beverly Hillbillies back in, uh, what was it, late 60s, early 70s? Um, Beverly Hillbillies was from... Oh, come on now. I had it here a minute ago. Yeah, it was late 60s, um, like about, they were on nine years, so it was, I think it ended in 71 or something like that. I could be wrong. I'm I'm looking for it again, trying to find it here. Okay. Here we go. Sixty-two to 71.
that is, you know, get it or die. That's the one. Yeah, no, it huh? ran from nineteen six. It ran from nineteen sixty two to nineteen seventy one. Oh, Nine man. years. And the actually, she got the part because of the Ed Sullivan show. Because of, um, I'm missing about half of you because I'm trying to get around this other truck here. Let me know when you get around him. She she got the part because of what? Ed Sullivan. Oh, okay. Uh, how'd that happen? I'm looking for his name. Hal Wallace, I think it was. She was in a lot of different movies. Um, where the heck is that? I think it was Hal B. Wallace was the one that um, did the uh, Beverly Hillbillies. And yeah. she was... Um, She was the letter girl or something. Yeah, it was Halby Wallace. Saw the Sullivan episode and cast her in the role of Marjorie Burke in the movie Career, which I saw, which was funny as can be. It was um, Anthony Franciosa, Dean Martin, Shirley MacLaine. And she went from there. She was in the movie with Doris Day and Rock Hudson, Lover Come Back. She was in a lot of good movies, but she wasn't really recognized until she got on the hillbillies. Yeah, yeah. And she and Buddy Edson stayed friends for 32 years. He kind of watched over her. And then she became a real estate agent. Wow, okay. And she's from Baton Rouge. She was born in Louisiana, and I think she pretty much, well, that's where she passed away also. She was born in Pride, Louisiana, and she passed away in Baton Rouge. Uh-huh. So she lived in Zachary. So, so she, she spent all uh, her life in... So, so she she came by her southern accent legitimately. Yes. Okay. Now, you yep. know, the Beverly Hillbillies, they were supposed to from, I don't know what, backwards of Tennessee or Kentucky or something. Mm-hmm. So I that would Kentucky. Be, be a little different southern accent, but being from uh, Louisiana, she was definitely a southerner. Uh-huh. Okay. And I think... Um, Let's see now. Irene Ryan was the one that played Granny on the Beverly Hillbillies. That's right. And uh, Buddy Epson played with Jack Clampett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had Max Bear, Max Bear Jr., Jethro mm-hmm. Bodine. That's right. And I think, uh, I think Max Bear Jr. is the only one left now. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I know Irene Ryan passed away, and I think Buddy Epson did too, didn't he? Yeah, Buddy, Buddy Epson. Yeah. Wow. So now Donna Douglas. So the only one left would be uh, Max Bear Jr. in his 70s, almost 80s. Uh huh. So. 
because Max Bear, uh, Max Bear, the prize fighter, that was back in the 1920s or 30s. Mm-hmm. So Max Bear, Max Bear Jr. would have been born between the late 20s to the late 30s. Oh, okay. So he's got to be up and up, you know, up to 70, 80 years old, about the same as what uh, Donna Douglas was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right, well, Donna Douglas, Ellie Mae, 81 years old. She just about outlasted all of them. Yeah, she came close. Now, got an idea. Max Bear Jr. is probably like his father, you know. He's probably too tough to die. <laughs> Anyway, um, let's see now, folks. We also had the uh, passing of Mario Como. Uh, he was, uh, what, two-time mayor of New York City. Uh, he is the father of Andrew Cuomo, who is the uh, current governor of the state of New York. And apparently... Uh, Mario Cuomo passed the same day that Andrew Cuomo took his uh, oath of office for the governorship uh, the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was on the same day. Huh. I don't know what happened first. Yeah, I don't know what happened first, if, if Mario passed away or Andrew took the oath or if it was at the same time or what. Wow. I don't know, but Mario Cuomo was, maybe he was about 82 or 83 years old. I was thinking he was in his 80s. That's I the think same you're age right. as, I think he was. About the same age as Donna Douglas. Uh-huh. You know, he was involved in a lot of things other than being mayor. Also, he was, you know, you know I, I watch a lot of basically, quote, unquote, cop uh, reruns. But the uh, the law and order groupings. Yeah. He supervised a lot of those. His name is in the oh, credits. He was, oh, he was like what a technical advisor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mario. Cuomo. The next time, the next time you're here and we have him on, pay attention to him because you know he's in the credits. First time I oh, saw it, I'm like, oh, I don't think I saw that right, and then I started looking for it, and sure enough. Huh. That was him. So he, well, he had his he fingers was, in a lot of different pies too. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he had been uh, police commissioner of New York before he ran for mayor. I'm not sure. I but, don't remember simply, because it was after we left. On, you said on Law and Order. Uh huh. Well, I don't know if Mario was uh, was an attorney or a city attorney, or police commissioner, or what, um, I would say that simply being the mayor, well, the mayor of a city doesn't necessarily make you an expert in in the law and order business, but being the mayor of the biggest city on earth, well, second biggest, I guess, um, mm. but our biggest city would uh, would definitely make you some sort of an expert on you know, on at least the city itself, 
where Law and Order was uh, is is based is uh, New York City, right? That's correct. Yeah. I'll have to uh, when I when I get stopped. Well, after I get my delivery tonight, um, I'll go on Wikipedia sometime tomorrow. I I got to go from Iowa City, Iowa. Um, to Detroit. Now, I'm not sure what time my Detroit one is. I might not have any. I might not have any time. That's I'll true. have to look at that. I'll have to look at that and see. Uh, but I think maybe between Tuesday and Wednesday, I'll have some time. I go on Wikipedia and take a look. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll do that. Anyway, let's see now. Are we coming up pretty close to time or what? No, we've got 25. About 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, what else is going on in the world? Somebody else passed away, and I cannot for the life of me remember the name. And it was a it was a country star. Oh, 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 Little Jimmy Dickens. Yes, Little Jimmy Dickens. Little Jimmy Dickens, yeah. He was yeah. a character. Oh my word, he was a character. And he was he was one of these characters that you could tell by looking at his face when he was getting ready to do something because his eyes would light up and he would just shine. And you knew yeah. nine chances out of ten you were gonna be in trouble. Yeah, and um my mother used to have a saying, uh, and I can't remember, what was it, uh, beat the dickens out of you or something like that? Oh, yes. Was that? I think that all was, of our mothers did. Um, do you suppose that came <laughs> from Jimmy Dickens? I think it did. I really do. Yeah. Because he would... He'd go out of his way to get people into trouble and do things that would really cause some havoc, and it was that was generally why we were in trouble. So they were going to beat the dickens out of us. Yeah, and, and she used to, you know, it was it had to do with something getting in trouble, but uh, it didn't, you know, necessarily. Well, that was one of hers. You know, she she said something about you're going to get the dickens beat out of you, or. or uh, she would just use the word Dickens by itself as some kind of a cuss word. Mm-hmm. But I guess, you know, my mom, rural Illinois, um, she was more into that, you know, into the Grand Old Opry and stuff like that. That's where Jimmy Dickens was. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and he was in his 90s, wasn't he? I think so. He I had know some good he music, was, though. Yeah, he had been um, he had been associated with the Grand Ole Opry for a number of years, right? A whole lot of years, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's who you were thinking of, Jimmy, little Jimmy Dickens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I could see his face, but I couldn't bring up the name. And yes, it was. And I think that was yesterday yeah. or the day before. I saw it yesterday. Yeah, a couple of days so ago. I, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I know a week or so ago I was on Twitter and I saw that 
that he was in poor health or, or in the hospital and they really didn't expect him to live and he was 90, 91, 92 years old. Anyway, I, uh, I retweeted that and I can't remember there was somebody else, um, one of the country stars was was with Jimmy Dickens and mm-hmm. was taking care of was taking care of him and all that. Can't remember who it was, but I saw um, some of the people that I follow, you know, from down Middle Tennessee and all that. Um, even uh, I think Fred Thompson said something about Jimmy Dickens passing away. Oh, I don't yeah, doubt it. I mean, he was well known all over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I know um, when I saw the, I saw actually saw it on Facebook, and Reba is the one that had put it out there, Reba McIntyre. So she may have been there. Maybe that was her I was thinking of. Could be. I know uh, Brad, uh, Brad Paisley, I have one of Brad Paisley's uh, CDs, and little Jimmy Dickens is on that and it's it's a riot to listen to yeah I'll have to play it for you one of these times it's the last song on there and they're talking talking about um, Dolly Parton and little Jimmy Dickens and of course you know how tall Dolly Parton is and how short Jimmy Dickens is and you can use your imagination and go from there yeah yeah on the CD, but it, it it was it was really funny the way it was done. You're talking about pistols and pointy guns, etc. Uh-huh. But he he was always doing stuff like that. He was always clowning around and carrying on. But the man, the man could sing too. He really could. Yeah. Well, like I said, he was. Uh... He's probably one of the oldest stars of the Grand Old Opry. Yes. I'd I say almost one of the originals. Yeah, I don't think there's a handful of them left. Mm-mm. I've been trying to um, remember who all is still with us that that has been on the Opry for a whole lot of years. Yeah, Jimmy, and I can't Jimmy Dickens. Jimmy Dickens is one of those people that when you heard. When you heard the other day that he passed away, you said, well, I thought he died years ago. <laughs> You're right. You know, yeah, yeah. because he's been away from it for so long. And I don't think oh. there was, I don't think there was anybody else. I don't know. Yeah. A little bit of rough road here. Trying to hold it no. on the road and do the hold the phone at the same time. Oh, that's hard to do. Sometimes. Yeah, I still haven't. I still haven't picked up a Bluetooth headset. I, I've had a couple, and um, you know, none of them have seemed to work out good for me. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, uh, Lou, what else do we have? That's really about it. Um, The weather's been halfway decent down here. You know, 
Actually, I had to run the air conditioner last night during the night, believe it or not. So, you know, the first first 12 days of the year tells you what the weather's going to be like for the rest of the year. So it's it's not going to be a real cold year. I don't so far. I mean, we're only four well, days real, into it, but so far these four real, days real, are warm. Real, real cold. You're talking about real cold for Florida. Yes. Now, we're, now where I'm going, I'm going up by uh, up by Detroit, and I think Tuesday or Wednesday, the high is supposed to be minus three. Right. Well, see, yesterday you had the the snows, the blizzard. So yesterday yeah. was the third. That means March is not going to be a nice month in that area, according uh, well, to the Farmer's Almanac. Yeah. Yeah. It's, first uh, it's Go ahead. The first 12 days of the year will tell you what the weather will be like in your area, according okay. to the Farmer's Almanac. Well, I know Tuesday and Wednesday up here in the in the Midwest, you know, between uh, say Nebraska over to uh, Michigan, I know that the next couple of days are supposed to be well below zero. Going to be mighty cold then. You're talking about uh, minus fifteen degrees, and that's not wind chill; that's just air temperature. So I don't know. I'll stay here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, uh, get ready to go around another truck here. Mm. Trying to. I got a car sitting right next to me. Uh, of course, and he's not going to let you move. Not yet. Yeah, looks like I about got it. Awesome. Yeah, good. These headlights on this truck are adjusted way high. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he decided he didn't want to be right in those bright lights. He's gone now. Good. I don't know what I don't know what it is. These these people get up alongside of a tractor trailer and then they slow down. Yeah. They need to just keep on moving. They do. They really do. Yeah, I'm still not past this guy. Hang on. And the other thing is, if they want to go in front of them, they need to give them at least a truck length before they come over so that if anything should go wrong, there's room for everybody, including the truck, to stop. Yeah. But they don't yeah. think like that. They they just want to cut everybody off. They're so stupid. Yeah, go ahead on. I'm still trying to pass this guy. Yeah. I had that out here on 75. I had a guy almost two in the same day. One tried to take out my rear end, and the other one tried to take out my front end. And I'm doing 75. What is their problem? I wasn't going fast enough for him, I guess. They don't make sense. We don't have enough. Whoa. We don't have enough police activity out there to slow them down either. 
Okay. I'm back now. Okay. You got a little noisy there. Yeah. Yeah, I had to put the phone down. I figured that's what happened. All right. Well, uh, I'll tell you, Lou, if there's nothing else, why don't we just go ahead and close the show out a little early? Okay. We can do that. Um, yeah, and... It's not real real bad. It's like uh, 12 minutes or so. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. All right. Well, uh, anything else before we close out? No, on the subject that I was just ranting on, which is my normal Sunday rant, is slow down, guys. Be careful. Don't knock these guys off the road. They're keeping you alive. They're bringing you your food and your clothing and stuff. Settle down. Give them room. Let them do their jobs. Quit being in such a dead gum hurry all the time. You'll get there in one piece that way, too. That's yeah, my that's rant. True. All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks for running the switchboard while I am trying to make up some time here. <laughs> no problem. All right, folks. Uh yeah, we'll wrap it a couple of minutes early. We'll see you here uh, next Sunday afternoon at Four Mountains, 6 Eastern, for the Interactive Internet with uh, myself and uh, Lou. Uh, thanks again, Lou, for running the switchboard while I'm running the road. And uh, get ready to hit our closing theme, and I will uh, see you all here next Sunday, folks. Uh, be safe, and Happy New Year. Talk to you next Sunday. Bye-bye. We'll meet again Don't know when Don't know when But I know we'll meet again Some sunny day Keep smiling through Just like Always do Till the blue skies Drive the dark clouds Far away So will you please say hello To the folks that I know Tell them I won't be long